A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so Winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're talking movie theaters and streaming services, and their future. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check out Poddex today at poddex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And also, we now have merch. The link to our store is in the description. Check it out today. Consider buying a t-shirt, a hat, whatever floats your boat. Check it out today. And now on to our main topic. There's a very strong chance that 2022 will see the global box office begin to recover even more substantially than in 2021. The process has been slow as the pandemic has not abated in the way many had hoped. While the box office may begin for a relatively sizable recovery, we may never get back to pre-pandemic levels of movie going. And much of that has to do with the streaming takeover that has accelerated over the past couple of years. Streaming is the future, and there's no denying that. But what if the future somehow circles back around to the notion of streaming movies being released in theaters? Theatrically viable studios are continually cutting deals with streaming services. As Apple recently made a big deal with Skydance, the studio behind the Mission Impossible franchise. But can those big movies continue to exist purely in a streaming world without other revenue? 
especially when there is so much competition out there for subscribers. Let's not forget that Netflix once again missed its quarterly expectations for subscriber growth, and as a result, its stock plummeted. The king of the hill may be reaching its crest, and that is paving the way for the competition to catch up. Things are going to get ugly and ruthlessly competitive. That being the case, for various reasons, it may not be insane to imagine a world in which one or several of the major streaming services out there decide to invest in purchasing movie theaters effectively putting them in the exhibition business, in addition to being in the streaming business. That may sound a little wacky and backward, but there are plenty of reasons this could be an attractive option moving forward, and it boils down to a couple of major points. Talent and revenue. One of the primary elements of operating a successful streaming business is exclusivity. It doesn't mean much if someone can get red notice just anywhere. It's important that the movie is only available on Netflix, which necessitates the need for a subscription. A major component of this is locking down filmmakers and exclusive deals, which Netflix has done by handing out very rich overall deals. Aside from that, it's about convincing a filmmaker or package of talent that a particular streaming service is the right destination for the project. Oftentimes, that has to do with getting the filmmaker the budget they need along with a level of creative freedom. This is what Apple had done with Martin Scorsese by putting up the dough for Killers of the Flower Moon after Netflix first lured the filmmaker to the streaming world by financing his passion project, The Irishman. Big filmmakers are increasingly moving to streaming instead of going with a traditional studio for similar reasons. That's why Knives Out 2 is going to Netflix instead of being released theatrically by Lionsgate, though Netflix is supposed to is supposedly going to give the sequel a theatrical release of some kind. And therein lies the hook for a streaming service buying some theaters, or perhaps even an entire theater chain. Let's say that Amazon, Apple, and Netflix are all trying to land a big project from a director. Let's say one of them has a chain of theaters, and they can guarantee the director that their movie will also get a robust theatrical release in addition to the streaming release. If the others can't do such a thing, that could easily be the straw that breaks the camel's back makes that option more attractive. Filmmakers still want their movies in theaters, and let's be honest, the weekend or two that Netflix often gives movies just to qualify for awards, it's more ceremonial than anything else. It's not a revenue driver, and it's certainly not enough to make up for what could have been in a traditional studio. Part of that problem is that certain theater chains have trouble justifying a streaming release in theaters that take up screens. Why would they help Netflix? What benefit do they really have if the movie is just going to be available for free in a couple of weeks? There is some contention and debate. There is debate there which muddies the water. If Amazon, for example, owned a big theater chain, the middleman would be gone and they could control the situation from top to bottom. That could be attractive in certain ways for all parties involved. But pure streaming may not be sustainable. Just because movies are being made for streaming does not mean they inherently come cheap. Red Notice has become Netflix's most successful movie of all time, but it came with a budget said to be in the $200 million range. A studio would typically want to see hundreds of millions at the box office in return for that kind of investment, if not close to $1 billion. For most streaming services, it's purely about what value it brings in terms of subscriber dollars. It takes an awful lot of monthly subscription fees to make up that kind of money. 
especially when considering the sheer volume of high-dollar movies and TV shows that service must produce to keep subscribers happy. Netflix spent around $17 billion on content last year, and that number is said to go up this year. Peacock, meanwhile, lost $1.7 billion while trying to keep up with the competition. The realities of this business are brutal. As Netflix is learning the hard way, maintaining growth with so much competition is extremely difficult. The math is a little different for Amazon Prime Video and Apple TV+, as those services are lost leaders for their respective gigantic corporations. And it's more about getting a subscriber base to market other products rather than having the service generate revenue in itself. That said, the economic realities remain the same. One way to potentially make up some revenue when it comes to these bigger projects would be to get into the exhibition business and control the entire revenue stream. Release the big movies in your service chain of theaters, make some money at the box office without having to cut in an exhibition partner, and mitigate the cost that way. Granted, there are lots of complicated realities associated with that sort of play. Chains like AMC or Cinemark would be unhappy if Amazon suddenly had a competing theater chain. Unless, of course, Amazon purchased one of the aforementioned chains. For what it's worth, there were rumors of Amazon buying AMC when the pandemic was hurting the theater business. Nothing came of that, but it is well worth mentioning that AMC's financial woes are far from over. And as the largest theater chain in North America, there may come a time when AMC or other chains need to find a path forward. Could a tech company with billions of dollars at its disposal come to the rescue, largely for the sake of its own interest? Doesn't seem that far-fetched. But at the end of the day, it's ultimately about control. Streaming services are... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.